Every business wants good customer reviews. Every customer wants a good experience. So what happens when both sides click? Or in some cases, when they don't? From Yelp and Entrepreneur Media, this is Behind the Review. Washkovic, Yelp small business expert. Every episode, I pick one review on Yelp and talk to the entrepreneur and the reviewer about the story and business lessons behind their interactions. Let's see what's behind this week's review. I saw it through an Instagram feed. I think it's Welcome to Arizona, right? So shout out to them. And I think that's where I first saw it. But look, I've been to a ton of restaurants. I've been to a a lot of places in Arizona and I've lived here almost all my life. So I'm always looking for something new and fun. And then when I saw it and it was kind of a Mediterranean vibe and I was like, oh, well, I'm half Middle Eastern. So that makes sense. And I was like, look, I'm going to try it. I want to go in Scottsdale. They're going to do it right. And it's, I don't know, I'm a little bougie sometimes, whatever. It's fine. I'll own it. Yelp Elite reviewer David H. visited Kala just two months after it had opened and left a complimentary review highlighting the restaurant's good customer service and high-quality food. I love the atmosphere, the ambiance, the decor, and the entire restaurant. Overall, great place to hang, eat, and be social. So I'm forgiving that I made a rezzo, and I still had to wait 10, 15 minutes to get seated, and that's because they simply didn't have enough staff, which is understandable in today's world. So I'm fine with that. They are also fairly new as I write this review. The overall food was fantastic. I had the tuna tartare, shishito peppers, lamb cooked at a start. Everything was great. Maybe have the lamb cooked just a tad longer, but still very flavorful. Then for the main dish was a huge piece of branzino. I could have done without the lentils, but I wanted to try the dish as is. Overall, good main dish. I'll have to try more next time. I was stuffed. Overall, our server, Jacqueline, was great. Super friendly. She was happy to be there. She was super attentive, and she was busy hustling around to all her tables. Yep, five stars for sure. Led by partner and general manager Robert Meyer, Kala opened in January of 2022. The Scottsdale restaurant aims for a modern take on Mediterranean fare in a bright, sleek space. It's been a ride. It's a Mediterranean coastal vibe. When you walk in, there's an escape feeling that like comes somewhere different. That's kind of what we're going for. It's inside of a beautiful hotel, modern hotel called Santa House, which is part of the Hilton Curio Collection. You know, there's a lot of great vibes you get, energy. That's kind of what we're trying to get from the experience. The food matches the decor. The staff matches the vibe. You can have a really great location, but I think the staff is kind of what's the, what we're trying to bring to life. But at the end of the day, it's called out we're trying to create an escape in the middle of Scottsdale where you walk in and you're like, oh, I'm somewhere else. This is great. And then the food really drives that home and that, that whole experience. Having worked in every position the restaurant industry has to offer, Robert knows how important it is to ensure each guest has the experience they expect when they decide to dine at his restaurants. And he works hard to prioritize that value within his team as well. To me, it's all culture. It's who you hire. You know, we can teach anyone to do anything. You know, I can teach you to serve. I can teach you to bartend, how to make a drink. But I can't teach attitude. I can't teach personality. I can't teach 
the genuine person. You know, that's you either have it or you don't. And when I interview and when I meet people, my first impression of that person, that is what the guest is going to get from that employee. So it's important to me, you know, how I feel in that interview, how, how the connection was, because that's how they're going to connect with the guest. It's one of our core values, you know, training Jacqueline. She exemplified all of those traits when I interviewed her, when I met her for the first time. She was warm. She was kind, new to serving. You know, she had, she had served a little bit, but didn't have the most experience. You know, while a lot of restaurants may hire a server has been serving for 10 years, I'm looking more for the attitude. I'm looking more for the energy. Someone that's excited, someone that would be happy to be there, someone that needs a job, that wants a job, and that, you know, will, will be passionate about just making a little bit of money and enjoying where they work. Something I tell them, and I preach this in, in pre-shifts and when I interview them, we give up our weekends, right? I have a wife and kids. I'm away from them on the weekends. If I'm going to spend time away on the weekends and, and 10, 12-hour shifts, we're going to have a good time. This is going to be a place where it's fun. That's what it's expected from the guests. They want to walk into a place that people are happy. No one, you know, they're, they're spending their money at a location. It doesn't make any sense for them to come in and all the staff is grumpy. And then, you know, it just, it's, it's our culture. So it's something that I try to preach every day with my managers and with my team, that the culture and, you know, they're just young kids that are looking for, for some work and for some money. We're just trying to make it a good experience for them and, and put some money in their pockets, but also serve our guests as well. But quality customer service can't stand alone. David's review specifically called out the delicious five-star dishes he ordered and how important that is to him. And the curated menu is no accident. It's born from a talented and passionate culinary team. Of course, our back-of-house team is amazing, top-notch. It starts with our culinary director, Chef Paul McMillan who is obviously a legend in this town. And we have a executive chef, Peter McWaid, who I can't say enough good things about this man. He's just amazing. Very, very talented. We have an amazing pastry chef, Gabby. Our sous chefs are amazing. It's really just a really good team in the back that they're passionate about what they do. And it shows. They care about the detail. They care about the quality. The attention of when products come in, they're checking the quality of the product so to really make sure it's going to deliver to their expectation. They have high standards, and what's great about our back-of-house team is that they do it with a smile. They do it with good energy, and I'm all about energy and attitudes, and, and that it vibes right into the food. You know, you can tell that the details into the food came from someone that was passionate about it. They change things all the time because they want to make it better. I've seen the menu change a couple of things here and there, tweak an ingredient. Let's make it a little bit better. Let's make it a little bit better. And I think that's really what shows in the dishes because they care about it. And that passion really translates into the dish for sure. Be right back after a quick break. Busy restaurants have tons of greasy pots and pans and greasy surfaces with less labor to spend time doing dishes and cleaning. Well, for you, maybe Dawn Professional Manual Pot and Pan Dish Detergent and Dawn Professional Multi-Surface Heavy-Duty Degreaser can help save you some time. They're specifically formulated to cut through tough commercial kitchen grease. Dawn Professional Manual Pot and Pan cleans 58% more pots and pans per sink, reducing sink changeover versus the leading competitor's professional dish soap. Dawn Professional Multi-Service Heavy-Duty Degreaser cuts grease two times faster versus the leading professional food service supplier's National Degreaser. So what are you going to do? 
you should upgrade to Dawn Professional Manual Pot and Pan Dish Detergent and Dawn Professional Multi-Surface Heavy Duty Degreaser from P&G Professional. Spend less time cleaning and more time doing what you love. Go to pgpro.com to learn more and sign up for great deals. Again, that's pgpro.com. Having high quality food and a great team is important, but how can managers and business owners get there? What does it take to recruit and retain such awesome employees who care about their work? Rob focuses on being thoughtful throughout the hiring process and looking for applicants who are displaying characteristics he knows are needed in the industry, being a team player and highly receptive to feedback. I think there has to be a sense of structure. I think they have to really believe in what you're saying. They have to believe you, right? You have to be genuine. It has to come from a place that you are being sincere. And the things you say, they have to believe you. They have to care as much as you do. So I think it starts with the people you hire, hiring the right people, and asking them, why are you in this industry? Why do you want to be a server? Why do you want to be a host? This is a tough business. I'm very straight up and very honest. You have to be resilient. You have to care about people. You have to care about service. I don't sugarcoat it. I say this is a tough job. You know, we work hard. It beats you up at times. And it's also amazing. It's also uplifting. It's different. We're not in an office. We're meeting new people. You have to genuinely love people. And I think they see that in my management team. I hire really good people. And I think the culture really starts with a strong management team because that's who the ones are overseeing. I'm not in that building every minute, right? So I think we all have to share the same value of caring about people and caring about your service and and just being genuinely good at what you do. It's funny because I like asking questions about, you know, tell me about your background. Have you been part of a team? Have you played sports before? Have you danced? Have you been a part of a community or, or anything that required you to really engage with people or be coached by, you know, a head coach or someone? Because that's the kind of culture we have here. You have to be able to take some, a little bit of criticism and say, okay, I could have done this better. Let me fix it, you know, or or be coached up because things change in this restaurant business is very fluid. There's always every day is a little bit different. Hiring a coachable team is an important first step, but the next step, of course, is actually coaching them. Robert stays closely involved with his team's development and credits good communication and transparency with customers as helping operations run as smoothly as possible. I think that communication is super important. It's one of our core values. You know, when we talk in orientation, when we meet these employees for the first time, I call it, we're just getting to know a lot of these employees and staff. I met them a month ago or two months ago. And something we tell them in one of our core values is to be real, to be honest, to be transparent, because I think the customer appreciates that. They don't want, no one likes to be lied to. No one likes to, hey, yeah, we'll see you in a couple of minutes. Well, it's not really a couple of minutes. I think they'll appreciate that it's going to be 10 minutes. And unfortunately, in this, in this industry, I've been doing it a long time, things happen all the time. Accidents happen in any workspace. But when we adjust, finding staff at this time, yes, it is hard. We actually are pretty fortunate. We're getting a lot of applicants. A lot of people are coming through the doors asking for a job. And we're definitely grateful for that. But things happen all. Just recently, I had a bartender who was supposed to be working at a pool bar and got into a car accident on the way to work. So it took us about two, three hours to get someone else to come to work. He obviously took the day off. So, but then you get a review from the pool. They'd have a, bar, a pool attendant from 12 to 3 in the middle of it's like, well, you know, we had an accident. Like, we're trying to recover and we did our best to get someone in. 
and kind of adjust because downstairs was busy. So things happen all the time. And the best thing you can do is just to be honest. We cover, you know, buy that person a drink, take care of them. So it really starts with our hostess. And that, that's all training. We, we train our hosts. We're going to be honest with our guests. If it is going to be 15 minutes, okay, I think they'll appreciate that. But grab a manager. Let's take them to the bar. Let's buy them a drink. There's still other things, you know, we can show them to make sure they have a good time. So, yeah, it, these times are a little crazy. And like I said, we are being very specific and particular about who we're hiring because I am looking for that, that good energy, the good attitude. And we're not hiring just anybody. We are making sure we're staying true to our culture, to our values, and hiring the right person matters. And I think it's important to be honest with our guests. We're trying not to make excuses, right? We're just trying to be honest with people. So. And those times the reservations are right on point and everything goes well and it's the perfect shift. And sometimes there's a little curveball that we got to adjust and that's just the restaurant industry. Hiring just to have bodies isn't a good practice for your business. And Robert knows it's not a good call for Kala. They'd rather have the right kind of employees and communicate with customers in the meantime if that equates to a bit of a wait. Even if you have a reservation, for example, like in David's experience. The food quality and service from Jacqueline far outweighed the short wait he had. I think also when the server brings it out and she explains what it is and what we reordered or how to eat it, right? Or, hey, here's what the sides are. That's important too. So again, and I mentioned that about the the server. She was awesome. But she took the time to just, even if it's five seconds, right? She took the time to present it in an appropriate manner and then also explain it too, which is good. She didn't just throw it on the plate there or on the table. Be right back after our last quick break. Are you a small business owner? Did you know that Visa's online small business hub has tools, discounts, and resources to help you run your business? So whether you're a business beginner or an entrepreneurial expert, find the solutions, tools, and tips you need to help take your business to the next level. Plus, if you have a Visa business credit or debit card, you can get access to cardholder benefits like Visa Savings Edge, a savings program which can help you save on everyday business expenses like office essentials, travel, and more. When you enroll your Visa business card in Visa Savings Edge, you'll have access to valuable offers which can help turn qualifying business purchases made with your enrolled Visa business card into savings for your business. Learn more at visa.com slash small business hub. Once again, that's visa.com slash small business hub. Visa, a network working for everyone. Getting negative reviews can be tough, especially since small business owners put their heart and soul into their business. However, there is an upside to some reviews like this. They point out where the business has room for improvement and help guide leaders in making those changes. Honestly, I'm grateful for every positive and negative review. I think there's something to take from every review, you know, and yes, we take them to heart because I generally care about the business. And if we do get a negative review, well, I want to know what happened, right? I want to know what went wrong with this guest that maybe we can prevent from the next guest, or maybe I can get this guest to come back. So there's something to take from every review. I enjoyed David's review very much because I appreciated his understanding and I appreciated that he had a good time, but that he was honest and that he didn't ding us for that, that little bit of a wait. But like I said, I really enjoyed how understanding he was. It could have been, you know, a guest that was at his table that maybe ran a little bit longer, you know, a two top or a three top that usually takes about two, two and a half hours and they're there three hours. And we don't anticipate that. And, you know, I'm trying to do right by that guest by not kicking him out to see David. So it could go both ways, you know, and then I get a review from the guest, like, oh, I got kicked out because the next guy was here and they 
there's just so many details and so many things that can happen in a restaurant. One of our core values is do the right thing. You know, all we're trying to do and what we preach to staff is try to do the right thing. When it comes to reviews, like I said, we try to take a little bit of everything from every review. The positive ones, I do focus a lot on. I think a lot of restaurant owners, maybe they just take it and they go, okay, great. Then move on. I try not to. I take that one. I take it to Jacqueline. I take it to the staff and I say, hey, look, someone said something great about you because it makes them feel good. And then they, they strive to do better. They want to do it again. And they want to do it again. It's just positive reinforcement. And then the opportunities from the negative ones, we take those and we say, hey, hostess, you know, the communication about the weight. You know, I can say, thank you for letting them know that, that they were going to be 10 minutes and sticking to the 10 minutes. And then there may be something negative where someone didn't enjoy a dish. You know, we can take that feedback. Mistakes happen. Maybe somebody forgot something in the dish or they forgot the lentils underneath the, the, the fish or things happen all the time. So we're grateful. We're grateful for all the negatives, all the positives. There's something to take from all of them and their coaching opportunities, positive and negative. That's just how it is. Like I said, I've been in this industry a long time, so I try not to take it too personal, but I do at the same time. And I think you have to take it personal because you shouldn't be in this industry if you're not passionate about it. If you don't love it and you don't love guests, if you don't love taking care of people, if you don't love the service, you're in the wrong industry. So you just take it for what it is and, and try to get better. That's all you can do. There's power in fostering that review-based dialogue between your business and customers. Not only does it show that you care and want to make a problem right, but it also shows the humanity of the business and its leaders. I'm a huge advocate for engaging either way positive or negative, look, you have to respond and within a timely manner and be consistent about it. If there are reviews online, whether it's from Google or Yelp or whatever, and I'm looking at them and there's no response, it's just a lack of interest or it's you cannot be too busy to respond that takes you literally 20 seconds and, and type it out. So the response is massive. And anytime that I have received one back, good or bad, I'm grateful for because I'm like, okay, they actually read it. They took it. They're going to take it into consideration and they're going to hopefully make the adjustment, right? Because that has to breed action. And there have been times where I have switched reviews to make it higher. And there have been times that I've made it lower after the experience, right? So the opportunity is at your hand. They came in your restaurant already. You either had them as a client already and, you know, as a patron and they loved it or they hated it. Now, if they hated it, what does that do for your business? What does that look like for your reputation? You can explain the wait time. If I never said anything about the wait time and I gave them four stars and listed the wait time as a negative and knocked them down a star for that, they could have responded and said, hey, we are short staff. We just opened three weeks ago. We're ramping everybody up. We're training them so they do the proper service. Whatever they want to say in the terms of a response, hallelujah, that's great. Boom. Okay. We're going to maybe move that star to the next one because I love the rest of the experience. And I think being critical in one area without looking at the whole picture too is, is also a big thing. But the, the owners need to respond. It is a must, no matter what. I'm a huge advocate for it. I'm in business as well. And I recommend that to my clients. As if you do not leave feedback, it just seems like you either don't care or it's not important to you. And that's a big deal because people will see it subconsciously or not. Even though it can be difficult to tell customers about problems happening behind the scenes, Reviewers like David value transparency and clear communication, and it's likely that they will respond with empathy. Leaving customers in the dark only creates space for misinterpretation. 
I'm expecting wait times, especially now. And you, again, you have to be forgiving for it, right? People need to just chill. In the same time, yeah, let people know, hey, they were short-staffed. This is a real thing in real life. Just be graceful, be patient. And I'm okay with that, right? But here's the other piece of it. Going back to my other response was, what do I'm looking for? Why am I writing a review? They had an explanation of why. They said, hey, we're short-staffed. Just be patient with us and we'll help. Like, I'm satisfied. You tell me, you could you could have told me it would have been 30 minutes and I would have been fine. But you set the expectation, hey, there's a drink on us or hey, there's food, something. Even if you just say, hey, you can have a seat at the bar and hang out and chill. Look, and everything worked out, right? I met somebody at the bar that we hung out, we had a conversation with. Maybe we'll do business together. It's just the fact that they acknowledged it right from the get-go, which is super important. In the end, reviews do matter. And the team at Kala uses them to both make important changes and celebrate their successes. I think when we talk about Yelp and the reviews, we are grateful for the positive. We're grateful for the negative. It does less to take from it. David's experience, I enjoyed that because he had a positive experience and yelped about it and wrote a review about it. And for David to, to take his positive experience and write about it, it makes me happy. And it makes me look forward to giving someone else great service so we can get some more reviews because people do watch and people do read reviews and they want to know what it's like before they go there. People are going to spend their money with us. And they're deciding, is this place worth getting up and getting into a car and valeting my car at Senna House and going into Kala and giving up three hours of my night? Well, let's check out some of the reviews and see if it's worth it. So I think there's a lot of value in the reviewing. So when someone does a positive one like David, I, I genuinely appreciate that. And that concludes our episode. Be sure to subscribe so you get new episodes every Thursday. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to take a thing or two away to implement in your own life. Whether it's a new idea that you can bring back to your business or a fresh perspective on how to be a positive influence as a consumer, we share these stories to inspire and create more meaningful connections in your local community. For more information about today's business or to connect with me, check out the show notes. This episode featured a conversation with Robert Meyer, as well as reviewer David H. Special thanks to Jenna Spray, who helped write this episode. To learn more about the story, check out the blog post. And don't forget to subscribe so you get an alert each Thursday when a new episode comes out. To claim your own Yelp business page and start engaging with consumers, visit business.yelp.com. Our theme song is performed by Ali Schwartz and produced by Robbie G of Messerol Sound. The show was produced and edited by Entrepreneur Media.